0: Hey, this is Kelante Gavin, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys Podcast.
1: This week, we sit down with Kelante Gavin. Be sure to check out Kilante's latest single, Peace Be Still. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys Podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by we three Christian music fans. Hey, so um, Easter's right around the corner, guys. What, what do you guys do on Easter? Church. Go to church? (laughs) Church. Church. What else? What other traditions do you have? Candy. Chris, do you do Egg Hunt with Mav?
2: Well, I mean, this year will be the first year that he's, like... Old enough. Old enough to really get it and actually do it. So, yeah, we'll do it. Should be fun. You guys remember growing up when they would do the drop a
1: million... Easter eggs from like a helicopter or what was it they would
2: do in the stadium? Yeah, it was, or no, the stadium was just a uh, largest Easter just, eggs or something. Yeah. Lar- largest Easter egg hunt.
1: I'm sure there's every, a uh, of churches and lots of cities that claim to be the world's largest uh, Easter egg hunt. Uh, uh-huh. Well, so I was just look, I saw the news the other day. Do you guys do candy and stuff? Uh, Easter baskets for your yes. kids? Yeah,
2: this this year we will.
1: So, are you a fan of uh, Cadbury cream eggs or no? Uh,
2: the car the caramel, not the cream.
1: The caramel, not the cream. Okay, so not the 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 original is the cream, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, caramel is the one that came afterwards. So, check this out. <laughs> because Easter's around the corner, they obviously Cadbury has been making them in the UK and stockpiling them, getting them ready for Easter. Well, this guy who knew that Cadbury had a bunch stored in their warehouse decided that he wanted to help himself. And he went and he get, he got a saw. He broke, he broke in through the gate with a saw, snuck into the warehouse, and stole, um, let me see here, Two hundred thousand chocolate Easter eggs, Cadbury cream eggs, worth thirty-eight thousand dollars. Nice, thirty-eight thousand dollars worth of Cadbury cream eggs.
3: That's a lot of chocolate. Oh, I. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of chocolate, but so check this out. He gets busted, so the police the the alarm goes off, and you know, officers start on the hunt or whatever and they're making jokes right like they're saying hey be on the lookout for the easter bunny you know like different things right like sus- he's suspected of theft he broke into the cadbury thing and there's all these jokes going around or whatever well it says that when he was <laughs> when he was arrested uh he walk he's walking towards the police with his hands up, and they knew it was him because he had chocolate on his lips and oh my his fingers. Gosh. I mean, um, talk about a giveaway. I mean, caught yeah. red-handed. Like, it was caught? Chocolate face, chocolate fingers, man. Chocolate-handed. He really went for it, though. $38,000 worth of Canterbury cream eggs.
2: So did they, they recovered him if they caught him, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess, but do they resell them?
1: Like, at what, like, I'll take it. Would they just put them back in circulation? I'll take his eggs. Other Christmas question about candy. Do you guys get frustrated when you get a chocolate? I remember Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) You're already (laughs) in them. Jesse, you just put down your decorations. Here we go. He's already, he's letting Jesus be born again already. Lord have mercy. I don't want him to die. Uh, (laughs) I'll skip it. Um, Speaking of Easter candy, I remember growing up, whenever we would get an Easter bunny and I would bite into it and it was what? hollow, I oh. felt so cheated. I was yeah. so te- I was like, are you kidding me? A hollow Easter bunny? That's messed up. At least fill it with caramel or something.
3: Now they have the big Easter bunnies that are Reese's, and in the middle is nothing but peanut butter. The big old Easter. Have you seen the Reese's bunnies? Yeah, like- but... They're like big and like the middle is nothing but the peanut butter.
2: But see, I don't like, I don't like that because then the Reese's to the peanut butter to chocolate race ratio is all messed up. So it doesn't now they
3: like also Reese's. too sell the Reese eggs, but obviously but they perfect. also sell big Reese egg. Have you ever seen that?
1: No, but the original Reese egg is mm, a good ratio.
2: Yeah.
1: it's yeah. a good ratio. That is. So are the Valentine Day hearts. They do Reese hearts. Those are. It's just like the egg. They just put a little dip in it, but that's also good.
2: Well, do you remember when we were, uh, uh, when we were little, we would have we would wake up and the Easter baskets would be hidden, and there would always be a like a group gift or whatever, and it would be like I remember okay? one year for Easter. We got um, the Lion King on Sega Genesis, or was it Super Nintendo? Sega um, Genesis, man. But I got it again. You did. You di- you got they what named? again.
3: They came out with Aladdin and Lion King combo on PlayStation.
2: With oh, the really? The OG '90s, yes. Really?
1: Yeah, I I remember that game forward and back and i also remember playing aladdin and figuring out cheat codes and you pause it and you hit a b b b a b b start (laughs) A B B A A B B A start and it would skip to the next level i still remember it i'm 35 years old
2: yeah Yeah. no i is okay so on the new edition of the lion king is the level where like the just want to be a king level (laughs) where the, the giraffe, giraffe keeps yeah. it up and down—is that, that still the hardest level yes. ever, and it's impossible to yes. beat? Yeah, it's so, uh, guys. They, where You
1: have to jump on the stink bugs.
3: They
2: it's the most fresh. They didn't
3: do anything to the games. They're the exact same graphics. They're the exact same everything. They just put it on a PlayStation disc, and um, huh. yeah, there's nothing. I mean, you there's you can rewind or fast forward through the level. To go to the next level, that's the only different feature, uh, without the ADBA DBA stuff. (laughs) So you can actually fast forward through the episode, but it's the original graphics from the '90s and the exact same music and everything.
1: Well, I think we've successfully uh, changed subjects quite, quite vastly, starting talking about Easter. And now we're on to Lion King on sake so <laughs> of Might as well take this time to introduce our interview today. We sat down with Kalante Gavin, who's, who got famous from a viral video, and we'll talk about it. Um, our listeners will probably um, know him best by his viral video. Um, but he has a lot of things in the works. His latest single, Peace Be Still is awesome and we hope you guys enjoy this interview well, welcome to the show kilante thanks so much for taking time with us today man
0: man thank you guys so much for having me
1: yeah we're, we're blessed to have you here man so we'll get right into it I, what i'd like to do i know uh a f- like some of our listeners might not know about you might not know who you are just give us a quick intro uh, let us know who you are and we can kind of talk about your your um, how you got into music, kind of like your your Cliff Notes, how you got into gospel music, man.
0: Absolutely, I love it. Hey, everybody! Uh, so glad to be on. I'm Kilante uh, Kilante Gavin. I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Um, born and raised in a small town outside of Charleston called Pringletown, South Carolina. Um, that's that's where made
1: up. I- that's not real. It's, it's
3: real. <laughs> it's real. It's real. <laughs> Is that where Pringles was invented, man? I (laughs) wish.
0: (laughs) I always say I wish, man. Man. Um, I really do. And really, I was groomed. I grew up in church. I'm not a PK or not um, of of, of any sort, but my parents are God-fearing people. And I am one of the bunch who just so happened to get a God-given gift of music, um, play by ear, Uh, grew up singing in the choir, you name it. Um, And so I'm grateful for my parents. Um, they they are veterans. They served uh in military, uh Marine and Army. Um and so it's just been an incredible journey thus far. Uh to be from a small town but making big impact in the kingdom. Um and so it's kind of like I got my music uh and my faith base and of course if you merge those together, uh the gospel uh <laughs> the gospel touch to it. So um I just man like Dude, I'm 23 years old. This has been an incredible journey. I am growing. I am evolving, and just to be one of the youngest who's mainstream, who's making an impact in gospel and Christian music, um, is just an honorable thing, man. So, yep, just a little, yeah. just a little thing. I tried to wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> just a <little>. yeah hey, <laughs> no worries,
1: man. Listen, we were so we were just talking about that, like, um, you know, we were doing our little stalking thing that we always do for guests, looking at the Wikipedia and all that. <laughs> Man, you're young. Oh, 99. 23, man.
0: Yeah. 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 Wow.
1: <laughs> that's awesome, and that's so cool, though. So it, could you tell a little bit, because man, I think you were you were kind of discovered on YouTube, right? Like in back in high school, is that right? You were singing uh is it I won't complain? <laughs> you were singing the song, right? And so how that what was that like, man, to like kind of blow up in
0: YouTube? YouTube. Dude. One, I didn't record the video and posted it. Um, My cafeteria worker, her name is Kimberly Grooms. I mean, to this day, I still communicate and talk with her. Shout out, Miss Kim. I love you so much. (laughs) I'm just going through uh, my lunch line at my high school, Somerville High School in Somerville, South Carolina. Just normal, casual day. I'm going through the line. She asked me to sing a song for the ladies uh, behind the lunch counter. And I said, okay. Um, And I leaned across the counter and started singing. I won't complain. Uh, She recorded. uh, And behind that camera, here's a fun fact, was like almost 20 women and men, cafeteria workers. This was the end of the school year. And so it was almost like a going home celebration. And I'm just giving them, you know, blessing them with my gift. And she posted on Facebook. Changed my life, man. Week, two weeks later, went viral. And you guys know the power of Internet. Your life can change in one second. So my life definitely changed. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's, it's crazy how many people get discovered online now. You know, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Instagram. It's just it's a different world we live in, you know? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Back. Uh, so one of, you, one of your songs, it's, I believe it's your latest single, Peace Be Still. Uh, could you tell our listeners uh, about that song?
0: That is a classic by a gospel legend named James Cleveland. He wrote, uh, produced that song, and then another gospel legend by the name of Vanessa Bell Armstrong um, recorded it, and she released it. Another artist by the name of Joshua Rogers also released it, and they so happened to grab a little country boy from South Carolina to come and do what I thought was just Just crazy and stupid. Excuse my French. Bringle Town. Bringle Town! Why (laughs) am I talking this song when all of these greats have already covered it? And it was for Malico's 50th anniversary, their record label uh, in Alabama. And man, when I tell you, I recorded that matter of fact when I was like 19 years old. Uh, it just released maybe a year or a year and a half Two years, something like that And man, that song If you guys listen to it, go listen to it Peace be still um, It's on Apple, everywhere you can stream music YouTube And, man, that song is powerful. The lyrics, um, how theologically it sounds, about the story of Jesus being in the boat, man, and the disciples. And they're going to wake him up like, yo, you didn't even care. And he's like, "Uh, okay, peace peace, be (laughs) still. It rebukes him. And I love that song because when we look at our nation, um, recently uh, what's been trending uh, with uh, a young African-American male who, um, man, just... Man, just no, no care for life as those officers. Man, man, I just, I just don't even have the words when we look at stuff like that. Our government, uh, food shortages, families who's going without, people losing jobs. Um, um, and though I know God is, it's a dichotomy, y'all. And Christian guys, you guys can definitely budge in. It's, it's a dichotomy to this Christendom, this Jesus walk that we go through that a good God will still allow us to go through bad things to learn good lessons. mm mm-hmm. And I think every season we go through, it's like, if you are so good, why is all of this crazy chaos, chaotic, um, confused things that are going on? I know God is not the author of confusion, but when we look at Genesis, man, the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. The very first place God ever moved was in chaos. And so I think all of the chaos that we all have experienced, maybe somebody's listening to us right now. You may be going through something right now. I want to tell you that all things do work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And if you're going through a storm, I need somebody to be encouraged because... Peace will be still, not just off of Jesus' voice, but on you activating the power that's on the inside of you. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. So if you want your world to change, change the words that you say. And so Jesus was showing us man even in Matthew chapter 8 like yo peace 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 still and it says immediately things start to cease so when when so so musically I'm glad that the, uh, you know Reverend James Cleveland was able to pin a song that years from now he he won't even be able to hear but that song carries weight to us today to let us know that it doesn't matter our storms storms pass and peace can be yours in the middle of your storm
1: man Hey, ushers, come forward at this point, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I can hear. You I can hear, hear the organ He's playing right now. a word, <laughs> He's a word, man. <laughs> Start it up. Hey, yeah, no, man. Listen, that's what I appreciate about your message, man. I appreciate about your. I mean, you. We, we can talk about another song here in a second, but you're talking about just like these songs that are theologically kind of powerhouses, you know, speaking truth and 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 you're kind of hitting on something I think is, it's right on, you know, with our culture right now, man. Like. And it's, and when we have songs that are, um, that are all about Jesus, point to Jesus, lead us to Jesus, talk about Jesus, point everybody to Jesus, then there's this, I, mean, I that's why I love, this is why I like gospel so much because it's kind of like hymns, you know, hymns were just about the stories of Jesus, right? And so the gospel does that. And uh, it's, it's, in it's, um it's encouraging to someone who knows Christ and doesn't know Christ to hear these things and to hear these words because we we do you hit on it you know we do live in a culture where things are messed up there's a lot of chaos there's a lot of crazy stuff going on things are a little wild right now no one's quite sure what's going to happen tomorrow or the next year and there's a lot of stuff in the air and yet when we look at the life the world that Jesus stepped into they were under foreign oppression there was all kinds of bad stuff going on when he was walking around looking at his people being abused looking at all this chaos in the world and he looks at that and he tells his friends, man, the harvest is ripe. He was excited. Like, he was like, there's work to be done. Let's do it. Like, this this was an opportunity for him, right? And, like, when we look at our opportunity to send, that's why I like gospel music because it, it, it's yes, there's chaos. Yes, there's stuff going on in the world right now. But we need to look around and go, look at who Jesus is and understand, man, the harvest is ripe. It's, it's time. Let's do it. Um, and so, speaking of like those theologically sound, so talking about the story of Jesus, another song I want to hit on, man. It's the one that most people probably know is that No Ordinary Worship. You tell the stories of Scripture, man. Could you tell us, just speaking to that song a little bit, how that kind of came about and what that was like, man?
0: Yeah, man. I, you I, And not to shift gears at all. I'm so glad that you kind of ad-libbed to what I just said because I think that is what makes music so powerful and important is the stories that it tells. I always... Mm. This phrase changed my life. Uh, somebody hit on something one time. He was like, Hey, man, you can't sing from a place you haven't been. Like, so stories should be a man, just like it should just tell a story. And so I love Northern Worship, man, because it tells that story of our Savior. Like, it goes into his life, it goes into, um, an experience of a woman that has an issue of blood, it's real fun, it's greedy. My mom calls it the Prince song. <laughs> she calls it the Prince song. The <laughs> Prince song, oh, like the Purple Rainfield. And fun fact, I did not like the song and they gave it to me. The writers, the producers, I'm like, I don't want to sing this. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like my traditional gospel roots. And uh, my mom's like, "Well, you have no choice you're going to sing it. I sing it, fellas, and literally changed my life. And so no ordinary worship is literally the song. It's about no ordinary worship because of the extraordinary God that we serve, man.
3: Kilante, is there, is there a specific uh, moment or experience that you've, that you've uh, been through and inspired you to uh, either perform or, or write a song?
0: Oh, my God, yes, man. I wrote a song called Hold Me Close. And that song, I was about 17 years old. I wrote it with my godfather, my manager, uh, Marquise uh, Gold. And Pops, I call them Pops, Pops really lyrically went through each line, letting it fit. So the first line of the song is, I don't want to keep singing and keep sinning. Like... What What song do you know starts like that? <laughs> because the, because the, the, the the weird thing is most of the times we're singing about Jesus. We're singing about his love, grace, blessings, whatever, whatever it is. That's normally the focal point. But I wanted to write a song that talks to the pastor, the worship leader, who's had to leave and was bleeding, who's had to serve and was hurting. And like Jesus, we're focused on the 5,000, the miracles, signs, and wonders. But I cannot get to Calvary without going through Gethsemane. Mm. Like, don't, don't just tell me about the crosses that you've had to be crucified on. What about the gardens that you've had to sweat in? There you go. <laughs> that, that, that. That song that doesn't just speak to the greatness of my Savior, but also speaks somewhat to my Savior being able to be touched by my infirmities because he was a man too. And what we don't hear about, one, we don't hear about the silent years of 18 years from the 12-year-old to the 30-year-old. But we also don't know what really went down in his thoughts between departing from the 5,000. One of my favorite scriptures, it's very weird, but it's my favorite scripture because I had to research, fellas, how many times the New Testament in the Gospels, it says, as Jesus departed. And he departed. So he feeds the five thousand in Matthew fourteen, and then in the middle of him feeding the five thousand, and then getting on, uh, constraining the disciples to get on the ship around about twenty twenty one, the twenty first verse of uh, the passage. Excuse me, Matthew fourteen. It says, "And he left and departed and went alone to go and pray." And so I wanted to talk about, or or lyrically write a song that talks about people. Who have mastered public performance and have not really been good at private confrontations with God. Being open, being serious. Because if I want somebody to pray and lead and preach to me, I don't just want you to tell me all the good stuff. I need some level of transparency. You know, Hold Me Close was that song for me, man, of... Learning church and churchyism and how it is in Christendom that we uphold those who have a name and platform to the most highest standards that our own families, marriages, and children don't even abide by. Right. So there's I mean, people want the authentic truth, the love of God, the word of God, without system, without religiosity, without uh just weird stuff. They just want Jesus, just love, pure love. And so I wanted to write that song that says, yo, hey, here you go. Here, here you go. Just breathe listen to this. Hopefully it ministers to your soul. So hold me close was that song for me where I'm like, man, all of my experience from a young kid, from being hurt, from going through fatherlessness, from I mean, just all kind of family things and just personal traumas from childhood abuse. And it's like, what what, what is it, you know? Because many people think the anointing on your life diminishes the more you go through storms or the more you're crushed. But that's where the real oil comes out of. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a beauty in that brokenness, right? Like, uh, man, I'm just going to keep going back and forth with you here, man, like, I was just thinking about this, man. Like when Jesus decided to do the Sermon on the Mount and teach to all these people that have been following him, I was just talking about this yesterday with some of my my students. He decides to tell people like, hey, I'm going to let you know what the kingdom of God looks like, right? And he's talking to these people who are oppressed and downtrodden. And he says, these things, you know, your brokenness, basically, your... What you don't have, what what the world would look at as those things that aren't blessed in Matthew five, when he starts talking about it, he says, "No, these are the things that make you blessed, because it's these broken things, these things that you don't have together that brought you to me, right? So therefore, you're blessed." And it's like we look up hashtag blessed on Instagram, right? And we see hashtag blessed. I'm you know I'm I'm at the beach. Hashtag blessed. I got the new car. Hashtag blessed. I got the the Jordans or whatever. And really, it's hashtag like Jesus is like no, that's not blessed. That's what you think is so good. And he's like, so you're you're hitting on it, man. Like you're saying, like you know, that's it's those it's those trials. It's that crushing. It's that that uh the it that's what draws us to him, and those are blessings. One of it's it's, and that that takes some time to get to it, right? One of my
3: verses, Kilante, that has always hit home to me, and. It's convicting and I always have to be reminded of it in, in Thessalonians where it talks about being thankful in all circumstances, you know, and some people's circumstances could be hell on earth right now, you know, m- making it paycheck to paycheck and don't know how they're going to keep the lights on, but you know what? You still have breath in your lungs and you're able to eat, you're able to to wake up and praise the Lord, you know, and, and even in those circumstances, you still have to give him thanks and it's a lot of times. Say, and in, in another verse, someone in my church was saying the other day, it says, rejoice in the Lord always. It didn't say sometimes. It didn't say, you know, when when things are going great, when I get those, when I get my new car or whatever, but in always, rejoice always. And I'm just like, man, these verses are hard, but it's things we've said our whole life. You
0: know? Exactly. And, and, and I know this is mostly like where this is a, a music. I believe you guys mostly talk about music. On on the platform, so like it's 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 just crazy because one of the things we don't really see that Jesus talks about or exemplifies is the life of an artist or a worship leader, but he does because the true importance is not what I'm doing on stage or what I'm writing. It's almost like God will look at some of the lifestyles. Our situations and the things that we even press through to even create amazing music. And so like many of people who's watching and listening to us, man, your favorite artist, you don't know what they've had to sing through. Right. You know, you don't know what they've had to write through. And you're like, oh, my God, I love this song. I love this song. This artist and this group and these duo and whatever. But you like, boy, if they tell you what they were going through, you'd be like, wow. My favorite song that's the greatest joy was their greatest pain. Mm-hmm. And so, man, that's I just love music because it's the thing that transcends skin color. It unites us. It's a language. It's a unifier. It's a magnet. And it's a chain, it's a link, hand in hand, that we're able to, to look beyond the, the now. And s- we don't just sing from a heart, and uh, we don't just sing from churches or platforms. We sing from realms and dimensions that pierce through people's souls and transform who they are. And so, yeah, man, this is good stuff, man. I didn't mean to go that far. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm right. sorry.
3: <laughs> ushers, usher's come forth no again, worries. please. No.
0: Yeah, here we go. Just come forward. Hey,
1: man. Uh, uh, so, so, man, being young, man, you're 23. You've got a long career ahead of you. You're just starting out on things, man. And, and what's it like, though, to go from that high school kid, blows up on YouTube, starting to sing it in front of people. Now you got some records out. How do you stay – how do you keep that balance between all this stuff going on and things are kind of taking off. What what keeps you humble? You got family members? Who are those people that you got surrounded? Like, how do you how are you walking that out, man?
2: Yeah.
0: The very closest people to me, I'm not great to them. I'm good, but I'm not great. <laughs> mm-hmm. They know that my ministry, my artistry, my gift and abilities are, are great. But I'm grateful for the people that keep me low and says, as amazing as you are, you're not. And I'm number one, because I know I'm replaceable. So God could be using anybody else other than me, my call, my lane, all of that. Um, And the second thing is I'm finding out, Jess and Jacob, that Jesse, is it Jesse?
1: Jesse, oh well, well, yeah, Jesse, yes. Jess. My friends call me Jess, so you can call me Jess.
0: Yeah, because I was looking at your name like, wait, wait, wait. it's not Jess. It is Jesse. <laughs> yeah,
1: Jesse. yes, yeah, all right.
0: David's dead, everyone. That's right. So man, so um, for me, man, it's really like yo. To the core of who I am, without a mic, without a platform, without a song, without a known worship, without a hold me close, without new music is coming out, who am I to my core? And do I love myself when I sit with myself and look at myself in the mirror? If you take away all of that stuff, who am I to my core? And so as I am becoming, man, I'm finding out that that's more of my anchor. That's more of my anchor. Um, my identity, not just in Christ, but looking at myself in the mirror long enough to say, Okay, okay, how am I not traveling on the road? Because that can become a thing where it's just that, and you become weary and well-doing, you're tired. You know what I'm saying? Like the jet lag, the emotional distress um, that comes along with that stuff, man, it is serious. So I have to learn that. And I want to say this to somebody that's watching, because I know artists is listening. I think God is calling us as believers, sons and daughters, kingdom citizens in the earth that if we want to be our best selves, exemplifying Jesus as artists, worship leaders, producers, people that's behind the scenes, all of our platforms that has Christian, Jesus, God, gospel, whatever, is that we, he wants us to be holistically well and stable. So as good as my song and my performances, my planning center, my worship team, my administration, I also need to make sure I'm eating right. You know, I'm working out. I'm watching my intake. You know what I'm saying? So all of that thing has to be a part of, once again, Jesse, like, that's what it is. Because if I want to spiritually be, I can't spiritually be good and and stable, but my health is jacked up. (laughs) Mm. It's like, bro, he says, I want you to prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. And so um, find out that I want my soul to be balanced and stable so that everything else, my gift and ability, because those things are called without repentance, but it's also called without accountability. So you can do it in your sleep and sing and write, but who am I at Kilate when I look at, when I'm talking to Jess or Jacob, do I really enjoy what I do? And so I really do. And so, yeah, those are my things, man. Mm.
1: Awesome, man! Hey, so we want to give our listeners a chance to kind of get to know you a little more. So we're gonna do a favorite thing—kind oh. of a rapid-fire favorite thing. Let's. So we're, we'll we'll give you a category. You let us know what your favorite thing in that category is. Sound good? Let's go. All right, uh, this is where it gets divisive. By the way, <laughs> uh, this is where you know we talk about we talk about some deep stuff on this podcast, but this is where people really
3: the christians fans
1: let's just be honest all we've right. been labeled
3: the christian tmz so
1: <laughs> yeah christian tmz yeah that's us right here
0: <laughs>
1: um, oh my. this ain't no ordinary podcast it's so
0: late. It's so late. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: all right Elante, what what is your favorite food man? Ooh, I, it's hard right
0: now yeah. I got a list man, but my favorite thing to eat that I love, don't talk about me, is sweet potato pie.
3: Really? Okay. Come oh, on. It's a first.
1: Wait, wait. Do you have a particular place that you like to go?
0: Yeah, call out of grandma's or auntie grandma's. <laughs> 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 That's
3: awesome. What is your favorite movie?
0: I love the sequel of Transformers, bro. Or Marvel. Okay. I, I think I'm going to take Marvel. I love Marvel. But I love Transformers, too. But I love Marvel. So, let me... Transformers, I love you. But Marvel. Marvel. Uh, yeah. Anything Marvel. Anything Marvel. Anything Marvel. Yeah. We're building the storyline, pal. Yeah.
1: No, it's going... Yeah, man. They got... If you miss three movies, you got like a week and a half worth of watching to catch up. <laughs> Uh, do you have a favorite show that you like to binge?
0: Oh, and I watch a lot of TV. That's hard. That's really hard. I I like a few of them. I love TV. I'm gonna go back because I'm gonna go back to something that I can pull up any week, any day, and it's the Orange Man. Like five seasons of Martin. Man, it's incredible.
3: <laughs> now, speaking of TV, we've asked everybody that is 25 and under that's always been a guest on our show, have you ever heard of the show Bible Man? What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm someone, Someone said no. Someone told us they didn't know what Bible Man was. I said it's like the Power Rangers but Big Lots version, you know. <laughs> It's like the discounted, I,
0: I said, if you know Bible Man, two things or two things you were part of an either a non denominational church that had great youth ministry, or you was a part of a Pentecostal church, <laughs> or you were homeschooled. Yes. Oh, you were, yes, yes, that's it, you were
1: homeschooled, bro. Were
0: homeschooled. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Do you have a uh, favorite artist of all time?
0: Come on, man. Now, I see why this is divisiveness. Bro, (laughs) shut up. This is where it starts. I'm talking about from country to rock to gospel to... uh, I think my dream of being... I'm going to build a male Avengers for me. Okay. Gary LeVac. Okay. You can sing Oh god So Gary Levant
3: <laughs> Yo. Have you ever seen Torn Wells sing that song live? No has he- uh, it's, it's, Yeah, Torn Wells and him sing the song called Until Grace
0: I'll listen as soon as I get off this
3: Yes, you have to <laughs> it
0: has to be Chris- I have to be Christian? It has- no, it be anything No, no Gary not. Levant Michael Jackson Y'all don't get you okay all my savings. Please calm down, please. <laughs> Michael I gotta throw Kirk Franklin in there. Uh Dietrich Haddon. This is getting real here. And I'm gonna do Okay, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna. Th- I can't touch. Yeah, this is. Weird. I y'all have a list. I have a Hall of Fame in my head. I don't have one. So I need everybody to know. I tried. I'm done. F- f- catch me on Instagram. I'm about to post it tonight. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna post this tonight. Right, do you have a dream duet?
0: Ooh, it's all my Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay. Every all the. Uh, oh, you're there. the super dream one, man. The super duper dream one is off the wall, actually. I really want to do it with Bruno Mars. Mm. Oh, we nice. Need to get Bruno sings about Jesus. <laughs>
3: yeah. Here's another divisive question What's your favorite ice cream flavor?
0: <laughs> I'm nothing chocolate. I don't do chocolate. Wow. Yeah, I knew. I yeah. Thought
3: we, I thought we were brothers, man.
0: Man. We're brother.
3: <laughs> we happy and
0: mercy. <laughs> oh man, I love that reference. Yo, I love that. I reference. love cherry vanilla. Okay. Uh, and I love. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. I love cherry vanilla. It's weird, bro. Okay, it. vanilla. Or good cookies. And, I love. Right. Oh, that's actually so. The, it's not divisive for me. I, I love ice cream. So anybody that knows me knows I love ice cream. So I don't even have one. I love ice cream
1: all uh do you have a favorite podcast that you enjoy listening
0: to music guys podcast you nailed it first try man well, of course i would say that i'm gonna say you guys <laughs> That's uh, guys podcast or my what second. Is- second is kilante gavin jesus Christ.
3: okay you kind of hit this earlier, but what is a, a go-to Bible verse of
0: yours? Oh, my God. My favorite one is Romans eight twenty-eight. All things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. I'm still trying to figure out that verse. Every day is a folding thing.
3: Is there something funny or unusual that your fans don't know about
0: you? The day that I went viral singing I Won't Complain in the Cafeteria, I think I got a beat in that same night. <laughs> a beat? Like a spanking? I got spanking. I think I did a project or something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Woo, Jesse, we're getting all kinds of firsts tonight, man. <laughs>
1: Hey, listen, that was the Lord working in your life because you were singing a song called I Won't
0: Complain, all right? And then you get a beaten. I got in trouble. That's another one. That y'all don't know. Y'all probably think I'm so mad. I was bad. Oh, I got a lot of spanking. I was horrible. I'm good now. Boy, I was bad. Just swing. The yeah.
3: was bad. The Christian comedian uh, Mark Lowry, he, he used to say when he he get beaten, oh he'd God. go upstairs and put on 15 pair of underwear <laughs> before he'd get a spanking. <laughs>
1: My life
0: is incredible, <laughs> man. It's
1: incredible. So, Kilante, what's up? What's up next for you? Uh, and how can our listeners keep up with what's going on?
0: Ooh, what's up next, man? Family, new music. I'm dropping a new single in March, so stay tuned. It's gonna be incredible. I cannot wait. Um, I'll just tell you, I'm gonna cheat and just tell If I get in trouble, I get in trouble. But the entitlement is called live again. So it's going to speak to every person from every walk of life. I cannot wait to release it. Um, and the album will be releasing a few months from now. So we'll just had a call about it today. So I'm excited, man.
3: Awesome. So to wrap up, we'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has been doing in your life recently that would help build our listeners faith.
0: Oh my God, yes, yes. What's been building my faith has been my willingness to allow God to stretch my faith. Uh, Many of us are multifaceted. When we look at God in the beginning, um, if beauty is intricate with each flower, fruit, beast, the sky, water, the the herbs, vegetation, why do we think that God just made us just to be normal, mundane, mediocre. There is multi gifts that you have. There are many gifts that you walk in. You guys don't just do podcasts. You guys aren't just teachers. You guys aren't just men of God. You're creatives. There's a mother that's listening to me, a father, a person that's going to college and that's your frustration is that you know there's more to what you're doing and many of us our frustration most of the time is indicating our call but a need for our faith to be stretched so that we can just do it we're always worried about what people think we're always worried about what people are going to say just do it. I can only imagine when y'all started this podcast. Somebody's like, yo, why a podcast? We got tons of them. We don't need no more of that. Do something else. But you guys did it because even though there's podcasts, there isn't one like yours and how God gave it to y'all. So who's ever listening to me, man, allow God to stretch your face. And this this is your word. You ready? This is your prophetic word for this year. You ready? I ain't gonna take it. I'm not even gonna add just to it. Okay? I'm just gonna say, do it. Do it all. Do it. Build it. Plan it. Do it. I don't know what your it is, and I don't know the thing you have to do, but just do it. And this ain't talking about no Nike. You ain't going to take this stuff. Do it.
1: <laughs> and for the final time this evening, ushers come forward. Kilante, Gavin, thank you so much, my friend, for being here. All the way from Pringletown, South Carolina. It has been a joy, my friend. It has been a joy.
3: We got to work on that, uh, the Avengers, the Gospel Avengers. Call up Gary Lavox and we'll get him.
0: I love the crabs, man. I think I like all the brothers singing together. I think I got a male and a female one, man.
1: Well, thanks, Galante. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in this week. We certainly appreciate your time. Be sure to keep up with us at ChristianMusicGuys.com. While there, you can see past episodes... Be sure to stop by and check out our blog. You can also find out how to join our support team. You can find our podcast wherever you like to listen to podcasts. If you are an Apple Podcast listener, do us a favor: head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, and leave a comment. It really is helpful to our podcast and gets us out there. Super appreciative. Thanks. See you next week.